Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent. That's southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're here in this auspicious, beginning of the auspicious month of Kartik. We hope you are all uh, busily engaged in increasing your devotional life your devotional activities, and your pure Krishna consciousness. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotra by Srila Sanatana Goswami glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam, which we are reading now at present. Um, literary Incarnation of Krishna compiled by Srila Vyasadeva after bringing it into the world through his power of his meditation. He describes the Bhagavatam like this. Sarva Shastrabdi Piyusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Aditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life, air, of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Prema Varshak Shadayate, Sarvada Sarvasevaya, Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna himself. Marika bando matsangin madguro man mahadana manisdadagamadbhagya madanandanamostude My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin atini chochata kada hanamunchagadachin mam prem narit kantayokspuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, <clears throat> we've reached the 18th chapter of the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Maharaj Prithu is chasing 
the earth, which is assumed the form of a cow, uh, in order to chastise her for not providing enough grains and uh, and other eatables uh, from her body for the populace. So now she is about to reveal why it is that the grains are not coming from her. We start with text 7. My dear king, not only are grains and herbs being used by non-devotees, but as far as I am concerned, I am not being properly maintained. Indeed, I am being neglected by kings who are not punishing these rascals who have turned into thieves by using grains for sense gratification. Consequently, I have hidden all these seeds which were meant for the performance of sacrifice. Purport That which happened during the time of King Prithu Maharaj and his father, King Vena, is also happening at this present moment. A huge arrangement exists for the production of large-scale industrial and agricultural products. But all these products are meant for sense gratification. Therefore, despite such productive capacities, there is scarcity because the world's population is full of thieves. The word choribute indicates that the population has turned to thievery. According to Vedic understanding, men are transformed into thieves when they plan economic development for sense gratification. It is also explained in Bhagavad Gita that if one eats food grains without offering them to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Yogya, he is a thief and is liable to be punished. According to, the, according to spiritual communism, all properties on the surface of the globe belong to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The population, the population has the right to use goods only after offering them to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is the process of accepting prasad. Unless one eats prasad, he is certainly a thief. It is the duty of governors and kings to punish such thieves and maintain the world nicely. If this is not done, grains will no longer be produced and people will simply starve. Indeed, not only will people be obliged to eat less, but they will kill one another to eat each other's flesh. They are already killing animals for flesh, so when there will no longer be grains, vegetables and fruits, they will kill their own sons and fathers and eat their flesh for sustenance. Text 8 Due to being stalked for a very long time, all the grain seeds within me have certainly deteriorated. Therefore, you should immediately arrange to take these seeds out 
by the standard process which is recommended by the acharyas or shastras. Purport. When there is a scarcity of grain, the government should follow the methods prescribed in the shastra and approved by the acharyas. Thus there will be sufficient production of grains and food scarcity and famine can be checked. Bhagavad Gita recommends that we, that we perform yajna, sacrifices. By the performance of yajna, sufficient clouds gather in the sky. And when there are sufficient clouds, there is also sufficient rainfall. In this way, agricultural matters are taken care of. When there is sufficient grain production, the general populace eats the grains, and animals like cows, goats, and other domestic animals eat the grasses and grains also. According to this arrangement, human beings should perform the sacrifices recommended in the Shastras. And if they do so, there will no longer be food scarcity. In Kali Yuga, the only sacrifice recommended is Sankirtan Yajna. In this verse, there are two significant words, Yogena, by the approved method, and Drishtena, as exemplified by the former Acharyas. One is mistaken if he thinks that by applying modern machines, such as tractors, grains can be produced. If one goes to a desert and uses a tractor, there is, no, there is still no possibility of producing grains. We may adopt various means, but it is essential to know that the planet Earth will stop producing grains if sacrifices are not performed. The Earth has already explained that because non-devotees are enjoying the production of food, she has reserved food seeds for the performance of sacrifice. Now, of course, Atheists will not believe in this spiritual method of producing grains. But whether they believe or not, the fact remains that we are not independent to produce grain by mechanical means. As far as the approved method is concerned, it is enjoined in the Shastras that intelligent men in this age will take to the Sankirtan movement, and by so doing, they shall worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Chaitanya, whose bodily complexion <clears throat> is golden and who is always accompanied by his confidential devotees to preach this Krishna consciousness movement all over the world. In its present condition, the world can only be saved by introducing this Sankirtan, this Krishna Consciousness Movement. As we have learned from the previous verse, one who is not in Krishna Consciousness is considered a thief. Even though he may be materially very advanced, a thief cannot be placed in a comfortable position. A thief is a thief, and he is punishable. Because people are without Krishna Consciousness, they have become thieves, and consequently, they are being punished by the laws of material nature. No one can check this, not even by introducing so many relief funds, 
and humanitarian institutions. Unless the people of the world take to Krishna consciousness, there will be a scarcity of food and much suffering. Text 9 and 10 O great hero, protector of living entities, if you desire to relieve the living entities by supplying them sufficient grain, and if you desire to nourish them by taking milk from me, you should make arrangements to bring a calf suitable for this purpose, and in a pot in which the milk can be kept, as well as a milkman to do the work. Since I will be very much affectionate towards my calf, your desire to take milk from me will be fulfilled. Purport These are the nice instructions for milking a cow. The cow must first have a calf, so that out of affection for the calf, she will voluntarily give sufficient milk. <clears throat> there must also be an expert milkman and a suitable pot in which to keep the milk. Just as a cow cannot deliver sufficient milk without being affectionate to her calf, the earth cannot produce sufficient necessities without feeling affection for those who are Krishna conscious. Even though the earth's being in the shape of a cow may be taken figuratively, the meaning herein is very explicit. Just as a calf can derive milk from a cow, all living entities, including animals, birds, bees, reptiles and aquatics, can receive their respective foods from the planet Earth, provided that human beings are not asat or adritavrata, as we have previously discussed. When human society becomes asat or ungodly or devoid of Krishna consciousness, the entire world suffers. If human beings are well behaved, animals will also receive sufficient food and be happy. The ungodly human being, ignorant of his duty to give protection and food to the animals, kills them to compensate for the insufficient production of grains. Thus, no one is satisfied, and that is the cause for the present condition in today's world. Text 11 my dear king, may I inform you that you have to make the entire surface of the globe level? This will help me even when the rainy season has ceased. Rainfall comes by the mercy of King Indra. Rainfall will remain on the surface of the globe, always keeping the earth moistened, and thus it will be auspicious for all kinds of production. Purport King Indra of the heavenly planets is in charge of throwing thunderbolts and giving rainfall. Generally, thunderbolts are thrown on the tops of hills in order to break them to pieces. As these pieces are spread asunder in the due course of time, the surface of the globe gradually becomes fit for agriculture. Level land is especially conducive to the production of grain, Thus the planet Earth requested Maharaj Prithu to level the surface of the Earth 
breaking up the high land and mountains. Text 12 after, after hearing the auspicious and pleasing words of the planet Earth, the king accepted them. He then transformed Swayambhuvamanu into a calf and milked all the herbs and grains from the earth in the form of a cow, keeping them in his cupped hands. Mm. Text 13 Others who were as intelligent as King Pritu also took the essence out of the earthly planet. Indeed, everyone took this opportunity to follow in the footsteps of King Pritu and get whatever he desired from the planet Earth. Purport The planet Earth is also called Vasundara. The word Vasu means wealth and Dara means one who holds. All creatures within the earth fulfill the necessities required for human beings and all living entities can be taken out of the earth by the proper means. As suggested by the planet earth and accepted and initiated by King Pritu, whatever is taken from the earth, either from the mines, from the surface of the globe, or from the atmosphere should always be considered the property of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and should be used for yajna. Lord Vishnu As soon as the process of yajna is stopped, the earth will withhold all productions, vegetables, trees, plants, fruits, flowers, and other agricultural products and minerals. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, the process of yajna was instituted from the beginning of creation. The regular performance of yajna, the equal distribution of wealth, and the restriction of sense gratification will make the entire world peaceful and prosperous. As already mentioned, in this age of Kali, the simple performance of Sankirtan yajna, the holding of festivals, as initiated by the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, should be introduced in every town and village. Intelligent men should encourage the performance of Sankirtan Yajna by their personal behavior. This means that they should follow the process of austerity by restricting themselves from illicit sex life, meat-eating, gambling, and intoxication. If the intelligent men or the brahmanas of society would follow the rules and regulations, certainly the entire face of this present world would be in such which is in I'll read it again. If the intelligent men or the brahmanas of society would follow the rules and regulations, certainly the entire face of this present world, which is in such chaotic condition, would change and people would be happy and prosperous. The real prosper prosperity we live in. Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Text 14.
all the great sages transformed Brihaspati into a calf <clears throat> and making the senses into a pot they milked all kinds of Vedic knowledge to purify words, mind and hearing. Purport Brihaspati is the priest of the heavenly planets. Vedic knowledge was received in logical order by the great sages through Brihaspati for the benefit of human society, not only on this planet, but throughout the universes. In other words, Vedic knowledge is considered one of the necessities for human society. If human society remains satisfied simply by taking grains from the planet Earth, as well as other necessities for maintaining the body, society will not be sufficiently prosperous. Humanity must have food for the mind and ear, as well as for the purpose of vibration. As far as transcendental vibrations are concerned, the essence of all Vedic knowledge is the Mahamantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. In Kali Yuga, if this Vedic Mahamantra is chanted regularly and heard regularly by the devotional process of Shravanam, Kirtanam, it will purify all societies and thus humanity will be happy both materially and spiritually. Text 15 All the demigods made Indra, the king of heaven, into a calf and from the earth they milked the beverage Soma, which is nectar. Thus they became very powerful in mental speculation, in bodily and sensual strength. Purport In this verse the word Soma means nectar. Soma is a kind of beverage made in the heavenly planets from the moon to the kingdoms of the demigods in the various higher planetary systems. By drinking this Soma beverage, the demigods become more powerful mentally and increase their sensual power and bodily strength. The words Hiranmayena Patrena indicate that this Soma beverage is not an ordinary intoxicating liquor. The demigods would not touch any kind of liquor, nor is Soma a kind of drug. It is a different kind of beverage available in the heavenly planets. Soma is far different from the liquors made for demoniac people as explained in the next verse. Text 16 The sons of Diti and the demons transformed Prahlad Maharaj who was born in an Asura family into a calf and they extracted various kinds of liquor and beer which they put into a pot made of iron. Purport. The demons also have their own types of beverages in the form of liquors and beers, just as the demigods use somarasa for their drinking purposes. The demons born of Diti take great pleasure in drinking wine and beer, 
Even today, people of demoniac nature are very much addicted to liquor and beer. The name of Pallad Maharaj is very significant in this connection. Because Pallad Maharaj was born in a family of demons as the son of Hiranyakashipu, by his mercy, the demons were and still are able to have their drinks in the form of wine and beer. The word Aya, iron, is very significant. Whereas the nectarian soma was put in a golden pot, the liquors and beers were put into an iron pot. Because the liquor and beer are inferior, they are placed in an iron pot. And because soma rasa is superior, it is placed in a golden pot. Text 17. The inhabitants of Gandharva Loka and Apsar Loka made Vishwavasu into a calf and they drew the milk into a lotus flower pot. The milk took the shape of sweet musical art and beauty. Text 18. The fortunate inhabitants of Pitriloka who preside over the funeral ceremonies, made Aryama into a calf, and with great faith they milked Kavya, food offered to the ancestors, into an unbaked earthen pot. Purport In Bhagavad Gita 9.25 it is said, Pitrinyanti Pritivritaha Those who are interested in family welfare are called Pit Pitrivrataha. There is a planet called Pitriloka, and the predominating deity of that planet is called Aryama. He is somewhat of a demigod, and by satisfying him, one can help ghostly family members develop a gross body. Those who are very sinful and attached to their family, house, village, or country do not receive a gross body made of material elements, but remain in a subtle body composed of mind, ego, and intelligence. Those who, those who live in such subtle bodies are called ghosts. This ghostly position is very painful because a ghost has intelligence, mind, and ego and wants to enjoy material life. But because he doesn't have a gross material body, he can only create disturbances for want of material satisfaction. It is the duty of family members, especially the son, to offer oblations to the demigod Aryama or to Lord Vishnu. From time immemorial in India, the son of a dead man goes to Gaya and at a Vishnu temple there offers oblations, offers oblations for the benefit of his ghostly father. It is not that everyone's father becomes a ghost, but the oblations of Pinda are offered to the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu so that if a family member happens to become a ghost, he will be favored with a gross body. However, if one is habituated to taking the prasad of Lord Vishnu, there is no chance of his becoming a ghost or anything lower than a human being. In the Vedic civilization, 
there is a performance called Shraddha, by which food is offered with faith and devotion. If one offers oblations with faith and devotion, either to the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu or to his representative in Pitriloka, Aryama, one's forefathers, will attain material bodies to enjoy whatever material enjoyment is due them. In other words, they do not have to become ghosts. <laughs> Text 19. After this, the inhabitants of Siddhaloka, as well as the inhabitants of Vidyadaraloka, transformed the great sage Kapila into a calf, and making the whole sky into a pot, they milked out specific yogic mystic powers, beginning with anima. Indeed, the inhabitants of Vidyadaraloka acquired the art of flying in the sky. Purport The inhabitants of both Siddhaloka and Vidyadaraloka are naturally empowered with mystic yogic powers. I'll say that again. The, in, the inhabitants of both Siddhaloka and Vidyadaraloka are naturally endowed with mystic yogic powers by which they not only can fly in outer space without a vehicle, but can also fly from one planet to another simply by exerting their will. Just as fish can swim without water, just as fish can swim within water, the residents of Vidyadaraloka can swim in the ocean of air. As far as the inhabitants of Siddhaloka are concerned, they are endowed with all mystic powers. The yogis in this planet practice the eightfold yogic mysticism, namely yama, niyama, asana, pranayama, pratyahara, dharana, dhyana, and samadhi. By regularly practicing the yogic processes one after another, the yogis attain various perfections. They can become smaller than the smallest, heavier than the heaviest, etc. They can even manufacture a planet, get whatever they like, and control whatever man they want. All the residents of Siddhaloka are naturally endowed with these mystic yogic powers. It is certainly a very wonderful thing if we see a person on this planet flying in the sky without a vehicle. But in Vidyadaraloka, such flying is as commonplace as a bird's flying in the sky. <laughs> Similarly, in Siddhaloka, all the inhabitants are great yogis, perfect in mystic powers. The name of Kapila Muni is significant in this verse because he was the expounder of the Sankhya philosophical system and his father, Kardamamuni, was a great yogi and mystic. Indeed, Kardamamuni prepared a great airplane which was as large as a small town and had various gardens, pal palatial buildings, 
servants and maidservants. With all this paraphernalia, Kapiladev's mother, Devahuti, and her father and his father, Kardamamuni, traveled all over the universe and visited different planets. Text 20 Others also, the inhabitants of planets known as Kimpurishaloka, made the demon Maya into a calf, and they milked out mystic powers by which one can disappear immediately from another's vision and appear again in a different form. Purport It is said that the inhabitants of Kimpurushaloka can perform many wonderful mystic demonstrations. In other words, they can exhibit as many wonderful things as one can imagine. The inhabitants of this planet can do whatever they like or whatever they imagine. Such powers are also mystic powers. The possession of such mystic power is called ishita. The demons generally learn such mystic powers by the practice of yoga. In the Dashamaskanda, the tenth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, there is a vivid description of how the demons appear before Krishna in various wonderful forms. For instance, Bakasura appeared before Krishna and his coward boyfriends as a gigantic crane. While present on this planet, Lord Krishna had to fight with many demons who could exhibit the wonderful mystic powers of Kimpurushaloka. Although the inhabitants of Kimpurushaloka are naturally endowed with such powers, one can attain these powers on this planet by performing different yogic practices. Text 21 Then the yakshas, rakshasas, ghosts and witches who are, who are habituated to eating flesh transformed Lord Shiva's incarnation Rudra, Bhutanath, into a calf and milked out beverages made of blood and put them in a, in a pot made of skulls. Purport There are some types of living entities in the form of human beings whose living conditions and eatables are most abominable. Generally, they eat flesh and fermented blood, which is mentioned in this verse as chattajasavam. The leaders of such degraded men, known as yakshas, rakshasas, bhutas, and pishachas, are all in the mode of ignorance. They have been placed under the control of Rudra. Rudra is the incarnation of Lord Shiva and is in charge of the mode of ignorance in material nature. Another name of Lord Shiva is Bhutana, meaning master of ghosts. Rudra was born from between Brahma's eyes when Brahma was very angry at the four Kumaras. Text 22 Thereafter, cobras and snakes without hoods 
large snakes, scorpions, and the many other poisonous animals took poison out of the planet Earth as their milk and kept this poison in snake holes. They made a calf out of takshaka. Purport. Within this material world, there are various types of living entities and the different types of reptiles and scorpions mentioned in this verse are also provided with their sustenance by the arrangement of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The point is that everyone is taking his eatables from the planet Earth. According to one's association with the material qualities, one develops a different type of character. Payakpanam bhujanangkanam Payakpanam bhujanganam. If one feeds a serpent milk, the snake will simply increase his venom. However, if one supplies milk to a talented sage or saint, the sage will develop finer brain tissues by which he can contemplate higher spiritual life. Thus the Lord is supplying everyone food. But according to the living entity's association with the modes of material nature, the living entity develops his specific character. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. So it's 40 minutes after 7. We'll stop here. Our reading for tonight. And we'll start tomorrow with text 23 and 24. As the milk continues, as the earth continues to get milked for all the necessities of all the living beings, no, no matter what their quality. Hare Krishna. Krishna's arrangements are so wonderful. Okay. We'll patiently wait for the reflections from the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. Yes, Rati. <clears throat> Jaguru Maharaj, kindly go on blessing us with your daily readings, which deliver real knowledge and transcendental bliss. Thank you very much for your encouragement. I was, I was realizing over these last days how it is that what we're doing here is actually Mahasankirtan. By broad broadcasting the sound of the Srimad Bhagavatam, which is meant to solve all the problems of the world. So this is the Sankirtan Yagya. And if we keep doing the Sankirtan Yagya, at least regularly one every day, if not 24 hours a day, but at least a good percentage of the day, by the time we chant our rounds and hear the scriptures, and do our daily services for the deities and preaching and organizing and whatever else we do, writing, uh, whatever else we do, preaching. Uh, the world is being actually saved by this. We may not be able to see it externally as much as we will in the future, but nonetheless, 
if it weren't for this Sankirtan Yagya, believe me, the, the world would be even in a worse condition. Hare Krishna. This is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. She says, Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai Ho. Daily reading service key Jai. Jai Ho. Dear Maharaj, I am following the daily reading program of Vaisheshka Prabhuji of Sri Govardhan too, and I am amazed that you are there to read Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. <laughs> but I miss your physical presence, sitting next to Vaisheshka Prabhuji and commenting and answering questions in between like before. 2017, 18, and 19, Kartik. But we are lucky to have you here in the evening every day. This is my Kartik vrat to hear long hours of Krishna Kata every day from my spiritual uncles, you, dear Maharaj, and Vaisheshka Prabhuji. Ah, thank you so much. That's so sweet. I am blessed that I can associate with person Bhagavats and book Bhagavatam at least through this internet service daily. And I am encouraged, encouraging other devotees to hear too. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Thank you very much for your encouraging words and for your reflection. That's very sweet, very nice. I am also feeling as you. I, it's hard for you to imagine anybody to imagine how I feel missing this uh, Kartik Yagya in in Govardhan. Vaisheshika Prabhu and I started doing this, you know, well more than nineteen. More than 20 years now, 22 years ago. But the last two years from the COVID, we couldn't go. And now I'm just not physically capable of traveling right now that far and doing that intense yoga. But from what I've heard, uh, in the, before they start, <laughs> Vaishishika Prabhu asks me, as if I'm in the room, to please read some Adi Lila. And then he plays the audiobook that we produced. And this is very, anyway, I can't express how wonderful it is. Just too wonderful. For words, it's too wonderful. Hare Krishna. But this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. From what I learned and how I become inspired by hearing with Karti and Karti, with Vaishya Prabhu every year for so many years. And now I can't give it up and I have to do it every day. Maybe not five hours a day, but at least one hour a day. Hare Krishna. This is from Bhakta Rupa. Yes, Bhakta Rupa. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Today Prabhupada spoke about the absolute importance of the Sankirtan Yagya. Mm. When the result dries up, it's hard for a conditioned soul to perceive exactly what we're doing on the street. Hmm. The mind wants to be anywhere else but drowning in a river of rejection. How do we go deeper into the Sankirtan Yagya and gain the strength to carry on fighting? Hare Krishna. What you're doing right now, this is how we get the strength. By associating with other Vaishnavas who have a taste for hearing these books that we're distributing to the people and becoming more and more convinced and spiritually enlivened by doing so and then sharing it with others. 
There's no other shortcut. Chant your rounds strongly in the morning. Have your morning program every morning. Offer the prayers to the deities and the various previous acharyas. Worship them. Hear the Gita or hear the Shastra in the morning. And then go out and distribute. Go meet people. Or if you're not capable of doing that, then try to inspire devotees to do the same. And then hear the Bhagavatam every day with the devotees. This is the process for, for becoming strong enough uh, not to uh, become discouraged when so many people say no. We have, to, we have to apply the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita especially into our character and our daily lives. And Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that when you've received this knowledge, then you will see that all living beings are but part of me. Or in other words, that they're mine. They belong to Krishna. Just like a, a mother does not become too disturbed when the child misbehaves. Because it is the nature of children to misbehave. And she tolerates out of love. So when we see that people actually belong to Krishna, then we will tolerate their misbehavior out of love and still try to give them the right thing and protect them by this Sankirtan Yajna. Hare Krishna. This is also from Bhakti Rupa. Yes, Bhakti Rupa. Just had a thought that it is amazing that the Bhagavatam keeps turning up for us each day. No matter what we've done with our day, the Bhagavatam is always here and waiting for us to hear. Mm. Really grateful to you and Prabhupada and the Parampara for letting us hear this transcendental literature. Mm. Yes, isn't it? It's all here. All the knowledge we need. To live happily in this life and go back to the spiritual world in our next. And even if we don't perfect ourselves, we've been reassured by these purports that we will at least we'll stay in a human body and be a devotee in our next lives. At least that much. If not more. Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj. And to you, Sudevi Dasi, Hare Krishna, happy Kartik. And from Sarvagya? Yes, Sarvagya. Guru Maharaj, so beautiful to hear about how Vedic culture and how it was designed in such a way to be happy. Everyone just hearing it is we get blessed if we live according to the Vedic life, simple living and high thinking. We will be really so happy with Krishna consciousness. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yell it from the treetops. And from Bhakti Nikki. Yes, Bhakti Nikki. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Happy day two of Kartik. The way you look at your beloved altar is so satisfying. Mm. Today I heard, quote, according to the living entity's association with the material nature, a living entity develops certain character. Unquote. I think 
This is why association with devotees and reading Srila Prabhupada's books is so important. I hope to gain more from each reading every day. Daily readings, ki jai. Jai, Haribo, Srimad Bhagavatam, ki jai. His divine grace, Srila Prabhupada, ki jai. And uh, this is from Kara Morris. Kara? Kara Morris. Hare Krishna. The altar grabbed my attention. It is wonderfully beautiful. Thank you for showing your love to Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you. And from Subarao? Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your ringing the transcendental bell. You are turning part of Facebook into a calf and milking the transcendental wisdom <laughs> and broadcasting the message of Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. Jai Ho to daily readings, Maharaj. Jai Ho, glories to the Srimad Bhagavatam. And this is from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. <clears throat> Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you very much for reading once again. Tonight I was marveling at the content of the reading, how all the different living beings found different creative ways to milk the earth and get from it what they wanted. It's also fascinating to hear how they are all differently conditioned and want different things. Yes, it's the nature of this material world. Variety is the spice of life. And Krishna also enjoys variety. So he gives this, he shares this variety with souls who want to enjoy material sense gratification separate from him. And he's still, like a loving parent, is waiting for us in our hearts, just waiting for us to turn our face to him huh? and accept him as our source of inspiration and our uh, object of our love and devotional service. And then everything will be provided. Hare Krishna. She also commented, again the point comes to mind, how important is association? It's essential. It's the mula, according to the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it's the mula, it's the root of advancement in devotional life is the association of mature devotees. And it's not just for neophyte devotees or just any devotee. It's also for older, senior, mature devotees. It's the root of advancing spiritual life. Association with the devotees. Just one more comment. Yes. I found it beautiful that the earth was willing to give everyone what they wanted, even inhabitants from different planets. Yes, and even the demons and yakshas and rakshasas and snakes and reptiles. Everyone was fed. Everyone was satisfied. That is the nature of the earth. She is so magnanimous. But it was also an important point that she made that I'm, I'm, I'm holding, withholding the grains because they're not using them properly. 
and it, it, it even, Prabhupada was even explaining the purport. This is the reason why the world is in so much chaos now. And this was back in 19, I don't know, something. But now it's much worse. So it's even more urgent, more important. So magnanimous indeed. Yes. And this is from Subarao. Yes, Subarao. Lord says in, in ninth chapter Bhagavad Gita, Tapam Yaham Aham Vasham Nigrinam Utsichamicha. O Arjuna, I give heat and I withhold and send forth the rain. And also in the third chapter, <coughs> Anad Bhavanti Bhutani Parjanyat Anasam Bhavaha. Yajnan Bhavati All living bodies subsist on food grains, which are produced from rains. Rains are produced by performance of yajna, sacrifice, and yajna is born of prescribed duties. Yes. And the next verse, Karma Brahmod Bhavad Vidhi Brahmakshada Samud Bhavam that prescribed duties are found in the Vedas. The Vedas are the emanations from, from Krishna, from God. And therefore, the, the, the Brahman, the supreme truth, is eternally situated in the acts of sacrifice. And that's what the earth is telling us just, there, just now, because they're not performing sacrifice. They're not getting what they want or what they need. So the real nectar is in the performance of sacrifice. Hare Krishna. He says yajna is particularly emphasized across all scriptures. Yes. And even the preferred reflection in the material world. The mothers are always teaching their children it's better to give than to receive. The sacrifice for others makes you feel better because it's it's got nectar, it's nectarian. It gives you real satisfaction. Selfless service. That's the goal. Selfless service for the pleasure of Krishna and, and, the, and the pleasure of all other living beings. That's our duty and that's our pleasure. This is from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Thank you, Srila Prabhupada, for teaching us how to offer our food and sacrifice mm. so we may purify ourselves. Yes. He gave everything for us. He left Vrindavan. He could have stayed there in ecstasy. But he just thought of the fallen souls. And he came out of Vrindavan to spread Krishna consciousness all over the world. And we follow in his footsteps and keep performing this yajna of hearing and chanting and distributing this hearing and chanting to the people in general or whoever we meet according to our capacity. None of us can imitate Srila Prabhupada, but according to our capacity, we can try our best and our best is enough because Krishna will be satisfied. Hare Krishna. And we will be satisfied. And whoever we meet, will be satisfied. And this way, satisfaction is spread throughout the world. Hare Krishna. 
Thank you very much, all of you. The second day of Kartik. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samaveda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. Now we're going to uh, see you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic as we learn how the earth is going to provide everything and is continuing to, to provide everything for all the living beings by the performance of Yajna. Sankirtan Yajna ki jai. See you tomorrow. Haribo.